It's time for Sports the Show, a show where we talk about sports. We've made it to July. That's when sports are going to be coming back, going to be talking a lot about sports actually coming back. We begin first with Major League Baseball, which will be coming back. We also talk about the NBA, USL, MLS, and the NFL, as well as combat sports news. By the way, Fight Island Real could be happening July 11th. You're not going to want to miss this week's edition of Sports the Show. I'm going to call it the return of sports. Sports are coming back. Yes, they are. I'm excited. First, the sport that probably stressed me the most out, Major League Baseball, going to happen. Minor League Baseball, not going to happen, nor will the All-Star Game. But hey, we got baseball, so it's okay. I do prefer Minor League Baseball, though, because cheap food and themed nights. Like, they have superhero night, and the uniforms are, like, Iron Man-inspired. That's why Minor League teams are cool. Cool. Anyway. Opening day for Major League Baseball going to be July 23rd, July 24th of that weekend. Tuesday of two weeks ago, so two Tuesdays ago, the league and the union finally agreed to a deal. There will be a total 60 games for the regular season. Commissioner Rob Manfred later saying there was going to be 60 games no matter what. So it really made me angry because... If he was able to impose how many games there would have been this entire time, why did we wait through the entire month of March and April and May and June, four months, to get baseball? If you could have just imposed your will. You could have been the first league back. You could have had the momentum with NASCAR. And like when golf had like five billion people watching the match. Women's soccer actually was the first league back. The NWSL didn't watch it. And I'm sorry, not going to talk about it. Anyway, 60 total regular season games. Regular season ends September 27th. Postseason ends before November 1st. The league told the union that Monday that they would impose a schedule as long as the players would report to training camp by July 1st. That was moved back to July 3rd. For some teams, because like the Angels and the Nationals were there today. And they also had to agree to a 100-page safety manual, which includes no spitting. 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 I'm Sean Connery, and I like to spit. Spit. That's a fun word to say. I'm, I digress. The season will be different because teams are going to play four divisional opponents ten times each, adding up to 40 games. The other games are going to be against opponents in their same geographical area, regardless if they're in American League or National League. Two new rules this year designated here for the National League. Extra innings when they begin, they will have a runner on second. So all of that, very exciting there. Going to be different, though, really well. Teams will be allowed a 30-man roster for the first week, then 28 the next two weeks, then 26 for the rest of the regular season. Teams, however, will have a taxi squad, in quotes, allowing teams to have as many as 60 players available. Those 60 players can be minor leaguers. COVID-19 injured list will have no time restrictions on it, but the standard injured list stints will be 10 days 
But since that would be usually 60 days, it would now have to be 45 days long. So the difference by 15 days there if you're injured. Players will be tested every other day, even if they're asymptomatic. NBA announced their official schedule, as well as TV schedule. There will be 88 total seeding games. Season starts July 30th with the doubleheader on TNT when the Utah Jazz take on the New Orleans Pelicans at 6.30 p.m. And the Lakers and Clippers, Clip City. Shout out Marcellus Wiley on Speak for Yourself on FS1 with Emmanuel Akcho. Taking place at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All of these times are going to be at Eastern Standard Time. Eastern off six games from July 3rd through August 1st. With the Friday doubleheader of Milwaukee Bucks versus Celtics and Rockets versus Mavs. I'm excited there. I believe there's going to be a total of six games per day played on the three courts. Might be more, and I just forgot because this was written a week ago, and I didn't record it a week ago, and I'm sorry. Saturday game is going to start with a Heat-Nuggets matchup at 1 p.m., which is exciting. Game's also going to be on NBA TV. Here are important games. I have two of them for you. Trailblazers versus Grizzlies is going to be taking place July 31st on NBA TV, which is going to be a deciding game for the eighth seed between these two teams. Side note, Trailblazers is going to be the eighth seed calling it right now. They're going to have Dame time. They're also going to have Joseph Nurkic. And really, their team can be very good. Their team, when they're healthy, just like when the Warriors are going to be healthy next year, Warriors are going to be a good team. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to be way good next year. Calling it right now, going to be definitely in the playoffs, mid pack next year for both of those teams. I'm calling it right now. Going to be a deciding game between the AC between Grizzlies and Trailblazers. Game going to be on NBA TV. Going to be watching that one. Another great game. Bucks versus Raptors taking place August 10th at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time on ESPN. Two very good Eastern Conference teams could be very important to decide who's going to get the advantage when these two inevitably play each other in the playoffs. NBA's back, and I'm excited. really am. The United Soccer League is the major minor league baseball of the MLS. They don't work in cohesion, but it's the minor leagues, Division 2 of soccer. And the reason I talk about this is because I like the USL. It's entertaining. USL announced their season format. Each team will be divided into four four different groups for their conference. Eight total groups. There will be 12 regular season games and between their specific group and four games will be played within a geographic region. Top two from each group will be seeded into a 16-team tournament. Season will last 13 weeks from July 11th through October 2nd. Here are all the groups. Group A, Portland Timbers 2, taking Reno 1868 FC, Sacramento Republic, and Tacoma Defiance. Group B, LA Galaxy 2, Las Vegas Lights FC. They fired their coach. Like two weeks ago, Orange County SC, Phoenix Rising FC, and San Diego Loyal SC. Best group at the West has to be Group C. They got Colorado. They got El Paso Locomotive, which is last year's Western Conference finalist. New Mexico United, who was always on ESPN. And then the USL Cup winner, meaning their championship, Real Monarchs Salt Lake City. 
finding Group D's Austin Bold FC, OKC Energy FC, and Rio Grande Valley FC, San Antonio FC, FC Tulsa. San Antonio is going to win that group because they have dang cool uniforms. For the Eastern Conference, it's Group E, which is the best group because it's the Indy 11 Lou City rivalry games. Those ones are always fun. I've been to Louisville with Indy 11, which was fun. Yeah, I'll admit I'm an Indy 11 fan. That's why they're my. That's why I talked about the USL. We got Indy 11, Eastern Conference finalist Louisville City FC made it to the USL Cup but lost St. Louis FC and Sporting Kansas City FC. Going to be taking on Pittsburgh at one point as well. So interesting there. Group F going to be Hartford Athletic, Loudon United, Loudon United. It's DC, but it's not the city of DC. It's like a suburb of DC. Loudon United. New York Red Bulls 2, Philadelphia Union 2, Pittsburgh Reverhounds SC. Pittsburgh going to be winning that group right there. Group G, Birmingham Legion FC, Charlotte Independence, Memphis 901 FC. Indy 11 scored four goals on Tim Howard that game. North Carolina FC rounding out. Group G. Group H, going to have Atlanta United 2, Charleston Battery, Miami FC. Miami FC was originally supposed to be the Miami team going to the MLS, but then they decided, let's make a new, let's make a whole new team for the MLS. Tampa Bay Rallies rounding out Group H. There you go. There's your USL update. Uh, For some USL teams, fans will be allowed in the stands but they have to social distance. So if you don't like social distancing, you're not going to like the USL. Or really any sports at that moment, because you're definitely going to have social distance until like probably at least October, maybe. Don't quote me on that. MLS officially announced their full TV schedule, and I never actually told you how the tournament groups, which groups there will be. So I'm going to tell you those groups right now. There's all six groups with three per conference. Group A has Orlando City FC, Miami, New York FC, Philadelphia Union, Chicago Fire, and Nashville SC. Group B is going to have the Sounders of Seattle, your defending champions, FC Dallas, who most likely won't be playing due to having like nine players with COVID-19 infecting the bubble. I guess. Not sure there won't. It'll be interesting to see if MLS actually happens on time. Vancouver Whitecaps and San Jose Earthquakes round out Group B. Group C, Toronto FC, New England Revolution, Montreal Impact, DC United. Now move to Group D, Real Salt Lake, Sworn Kansas City, Colorado Rapids, Minnesota United FC. Group E, Atlanta United FC, FC Cincinnati, New York Red Bulls, Columbus Crew. Then finally, Group G, LAFC, LA Galaxy, Houston Dynamo, Portland Timbers. Group G is going to be an exciting one. All four of these teams can be good. Really can. After this tournament, MLS says they're going to finish their actual season. I don't have a prediction of who will win because they only had like one or two games. We finally move to the NFL news. We begin first with Cam Newton. He's officially a New England Patriot. Congratulations, New England. You have a good quarterback. He has a one-year one year deal with a base salary of $1.1 million. Interesting there, too. Indianapolis Colts, Phillip Rivers having a one-year deal. Cam Newton, Patriots, one-year deal. Jameis Winston has, like, a one-year deal, I think, with New Orleans as well. He gets $1 million a year. 
The shocking deal wasn't the only Patriots news from last week. The team was fined $1.1 million, had a 2021 third-round pick taken away, and Patriots TV production crews aren't going to be allowed to shoot games during 2020 due to them having another Spygate scandal by filming the sidelines of the Cincinnati Bengals and Cleveland Browns. They filmed the Cincinnati Bengals sideline for their web episode series web webisode called Do Your Job. Teaching you how you do a job, I guess. That was their excuse. And Anyway, the man who was in charge of that, David Mondillo, I said his name wrong because I don't know him because he's irrelevant because he's now banned from every single M- NFL facility. So that that's new. I haven't seen someone banned from the NFL. Speaking of NFL, by the way, Johnny Manziel, officially done with football. So that was an embarrassment for Cleveland. Sorry, Cleveland. I love your city. I don't like your sports teams. NFLPA doesn't want a preseason this year. On Thursday evening, the NFLPA held a conference call, and those on the call unanimously agreed to recommend scrapping all 2020 preseason games. It's important to note the league doesn't have to listen to the players' association recommendation at all. Why couldn't the MLB be like this? So then we would have had baseball happen in, like, May. Major League Baseball made me mad. I'm not going to watch any of it. Most likely, because baseball's boring. I guess I wanted. I guess I kind of secretly enjoyed the anarchy that's caused, because it's somewhat entertaining. Anyway, NFL training camps are still supposed to start July 28th, but the league hasn't finalized health and safety protocols yet. I hope they use those Halo football helmets that, like, Stadium on Twitter announced. The players don't like it. Which I don't understand why, because they looked freaking cool with freaking lasers. I watched Austin Powers this week, and it was entertaining. There you go. I've talked more about non-important stuff than actual important stuff for Sports The Return. We got some combat news coming up. So stay tuned for your combat news of UFC. Have you heard of Anchor? It is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free way to make a podcast. You don't have to pay. You can edit the podcast on your phone or computer. Anchor distributes your podcast to many places, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can make money from your podcast with barely any listens. You can download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. It's time for combat news. Ding, ding, ding. First of all, UFC Fight Island is real, like I said two weeks ago, and they released photos of the ring on the beach, which is, I thought it was going to be an arena built on a random island, but it's an outdoor, there's an outdoor uh, octagon. Question I have. It's an important question. When are you going to do these fights exactly? Because they need to happen when it's like light out. Because if you don't have any lights added, could be like money in the bank for wrestling when they just had it at nighttime on the roof. 
So unless you have like stadium lights added, it'll be dark, and then we can't watch fights in the dark. So it's gonna be interesting to see that happening July 11th, I believe it's UFC 254. We have 254 already. I've lost track. I'm sorry. There was a great fight. Great fight for UFC. Dustin Poirier, Dan Hooker. It was a great fight. It was back and forth. People loved it on Twitter. Some people are calling that the fight of the year. It was definitely, according to most people, the best men's UFC fight of the year. Earlier this year, at like USC 249, it was when Conor McGregor and Donald Cerrone fought in like January. The women's fight there was awesome. So that was another consideration for fight of the year. You know, when uh, McGregor and Cerrone had the main event and then it lasted like 20 seconds. And then Cowboy Cerrone lost and it was it was sad. And then McGregor retired. Has he unretired yet? I'm not sure. I haven't paid enough attention and I'm sorry. We now move to boxing news. Ding, ding, ding. That was UFC, and I think you called it boxing, and I'm sorry. I'm a bit tired, but I'm still churning out content for you. You're welcome. Camps for Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder are targeting December 19th for the third fight in the trilogy of Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. This news coming from top-ranked President Todd DeBuff. DeBuff. That's a cool name, DeBuff. That's like the perfect fighting name. That's just like if you have... UFC 3, and you want to make a fake name, or even if you want to have, like, a wrestling game. That's just, like, an 80s wrestler name. I'm Todd DeBuff, and I'm gonna wreck you, Hulk Hogan. I'm yelling, and I'm sorry, and it has nothing to do with this really important news, and I'm sorry. So, the camps for Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, that was announced by President Todd DeBuff to ESPN. Bob Arum, actually decided I want to be part of the news too and said the potential site for the fight is Vegas Raiders Allegiant Stadium. I'm going to keep calling the Raiders the Oakland Raiders for like two years. Same with the San Diego Chargers. That's what I called the LA Chargers for like a year. St. Louis Rams was difficult. When you have been saying this one thing for years, in the case of Oakland being there for 50 years, and then they change it, it's difficult to remember. So Legion Stadium, the giant Roomba, is going to f- possibly host the Deontay Wilder-Tyson Fury December 19th fight. That's a Saturday. Bob Arum says Top Rank has already reserved that date and still unknown if fans will be allowed to attend that event. We don't know about coronavirus come December time. So we really don't. Uh, there's going to be an NFL game Thursday the 17th for Thursday night football. And then the 19th could possibly be boxing in a whole stadium too. Last was just an arena. But can you imagine a giant stadium with the mega fight? I think we should put it in another arena. Let's put it in T-Mobile Arena and then have Fury Joshua in the stadium. That would be cool. That would be awesome. I I would actually... I wouldn't pay money to go there, but it'd still be cool. really would. It's like WrestleMania when they're in stadiums. That's always cool. 
In case you haven't noticed by now, I'm a wrestling fan too. So just to add to the craziness, sports, motorsports, UFC, wrestling, boxing. All in one episode. Well, there we go. There's this week's edition of Sports the Show. Show where I yell about sports. Hurts me. Really does. You guys need to stay safe, seriously. Coronavirus, not over yet. I would recommend you wear a mask. But you don't have to if you don't want to, I guess. It's your funeral. It's your ventilator. Would be a better term to use. But uh, seriously, guys, I want you to stay safe. I want us to have sports with fans back. So if you, I just recommend wearing a mask because that's what the government says. And if the government's going to be the one who allows us to go to sports. So you need to listen to them. So stay safe. Support your local businesses. I've been doing that a lot recently, actually going to restaurants. Very surprising there. Restaurants are fun again. They are. I'm used to eating at restaurants now, guys. That's an important thing. So if you can't support your local business that way, order takeout, order delivery, order gift cards even. If they're a local business that doesn't do anything like that, order gift cards for them. Or buy their products online. Online shopping's very important, so do that too. You gotta keep our economy afloat with local businesses. Stay safe, guys. Have a safe 4th of July. Uh, just don't shoot fireworks off past like 11. That's what I'm leaving you guys with. Happy 4th of July weekend. Stay safe. And peace. Hasta mañana.